Hey, what's up, everybody? You have reached the I'm Dealing With broadcast. I'm Sean, your host, and we'll be taking you through plenty of taboo topics that men deal with on a daily basis. We're going to go through, listen, and deal with all these things together. I know I've got to heal, and I'm sure you have to heal too, or the man in your life needs to heal. Stay tuned, fasten your seatbelt, hold on, here we go. So, uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, different stuff. So, uh, Trey, um, you talked about your, you were getting into your portion. Eric already finished his. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's just for me, like I said, I'm on both sides of the map. Um, like when we first started COVID, I thought it was kind of stupid. I thought it was a hoax, all that, you know. But then when I started seeing people passing away, that's why I like, took it account. Like every, every day is not promised. So I, that's why I'm always over here every day seeing you guys, seeing my son, seeing my girl, everything. So and like even like what we talked about off on the pause, you know, and everything like we never used to like talk like that much. But the one day we play Uno ever since then, we've been talking to each other every time I see him. Like we just have cool conversation i'm just like thankful to meet all you guys and just be able to like have these conversations with you you know outside of the world because like i said like i like to be outside like he said like, I, I like to see the fresh air just even if it's just going for a walk but then also i like to do just come inside hang out with you guys and just do fun games and things like that and we've always kind of been like that as a family we we it's not like a more prideful thing we just don't have a problem sitting within amongst each other and just watching tv or joking we've always been a joking open laughing family we i mean we all may have our moments but they never really last more than i wouldn't even say a full day let alone a couple hours because we're just bouncing right back and just moving along yeah wait till we shut it down with monopoly one night (laughs) 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 you'll find out who you're in you better bring a sleeping bag (laughs) (laughs) sean what's up what you got Honestly, I feel like COVID has had more upsides than downsides. Like one downside, I guess would say is like lack of motivation since I had to do school from home, finishing all that. So kind of like causes your grades to slip because you're not in that academic environment to like actually motivate yourself to get up, go to class and stuff like that. But upsides, I guess, like outweigh the downsides just because like it just has like brought way more awareness like different things like it like paused the road for a second allowed people to pay attention so like families are becoming closer people are working out more fitness and all that so i think that's a positive thing that has brought to many attention i don't know about the working out part only because i've seen some people (laughs) who've been talking i've gained 15 20 pounds since i've been locked in the house i'm trying to gain 15 right now you try to gain yeah because like i do so i don't really lift so i'm trying to lose i'm trying to get i'm trying to get the weight back on no i'm not losing but like even so like i've never seen like so many families just like out in the neighborhood like walking or like riding a bike right it's just like there's like no neighborhood activity prior to this yeah then now everybody's actually doing stuff all over. You know, it's crazy. You know, it's funny. It's, it's funny. Right after, you know, uh, you heard about, uh, you know, certain, you know, c- counties and stuff, uh, 
starting to lift a little bit. It just seemed like folk came from nowhere. It's like, wait a minute. How you go from a parking lot almost empty to now people in lines in the parking lot? I've never seen so many people get new bikes in the my entire life. I'm telling you, Walmart has to be sold out. Oh. I've never seen something. They were, I go to they were work. talking about that. They were talking about that. The bikes are being sold out yeah. no matter where you go. That, that bad. Yeah, because that, people I, are buying bikes. Because I go to parks right now, like it's like during the week, like if I'm not supposed to be around, like, they're like, come on and do a little bit of hours. There's so many people riding bikes and having dogs. I'm like, mm-hmm. the dog pound must be empty. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, like wow. I've never seen some people riding bikes in my life. They yeah. like force their way to ride bikes because they can't do anything else. Wow. I just wonder if like this when this whole thing ends, will people really still go outside and do the same thing? That's the only thing I want to know. I'll say this much: I know it's not going to be the same that w- 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 what we left. You know, before COVID, after COVID, for the most part, things are going to be completely different. How you do business how you interact with people, the way you shop. Of course, everybody's seeing, you know, this whole thing, how everybody's had to change and go to online shopping. You know, <laughs> they're even buying their toilet paper, a lot of their detergents and things of that sort from online and not going to the stores. Uh, many of you have experienced that, you know, you're not getting out the car now. Now you're pulling up and they're bringing the baskets out to you. You know, a lot more stores have been doing that. And uh, it's just going to be it's going to be completely different. You know, you think about even some of the restaurants that remained open, but they're now we're doing takeout orders now. And but what but I'm not mad at that. I I see that as a a good thing because some people are actually, you know, let's just say you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, going out. But then the rest of family's at home, you know what I'm saying? So they enjoyed the movies and doing these little things, but there's no family interaction. But now that you've had to go grab your junk and go back home. It's caused you to interact with your family a lot more. Sit down and uh, take in and binge watch Netflix and Hulu and all that kind of stuff. What What is the one thing that um, I know we're not, everybody's not completely re, uh, released yet or not just one thing. Name some of the things that you wish you could do right now that you miss doing. I know for me, uh, um, because the parks closed down and so many different places closed down, blah, blah. And I know people are still doing it because I saw y'all on YouTube doing it. But I miss doing a lot of flying. I miss doing a lot of flying. And one of the other things I miss doing, roller skating. Mm. I miss mm. going to the rink and roller skating. Oh, my That's God. On the list. You know, the sure. crazy legs and all that. I miss all that. I'm like, oh, man. And, yeah, I want to get back to that. I will say you can roller skate outside. Dang, yeah, but I, I don't. I, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> my, my wheels. Yeah, my wheels. Yeah. I can't oh, take. I can, I, yeah, I cannot. Yeah, those are not made for concrete. Mm. No excuse. Ma- I, I will say this. <laughs> you suck. To have say that you graduated in the year 2020. Oh man, that's that awful. sucks. Seeing these kids out here, like some of the kids are literally posting on social media crying, like they didn't get to see their friends graduate with no them. prom. That's like that's crazy. A drive up. Uh, graduation. graduation that's not good matter well well you know that just happened to both of your cousins i do but one I'm just was saying yesterday and the other one was today congratulations to them both but i'm just saying overall to ha- to say that you were a part of that because this is history yeah. this is history yeah. being i was made there right yeah now. right they'll be able to say yeah i was one of those that graduated during this time so that is not necessarily yeah you look at it right now and say that was kind of a bad thing in your life but think about all the things you know wherever we're we're at in our age especially me because i'm older than y'all but they'll have so much to talk about during this whole time of what they want yeah expect when you guys kids come and my son right now expected to be in the textbooks they're gonna talk about this year 
I know for my college, they did a car parade. So they just drove around the circle and people just held out their signs. So it's like, imagine doing four years and then getting that piece of paper and like, it's basically like you're receiving in the mail (laughs) and then taking pictures in front of your house. Like how many people were actually looking forward to say that they walked across the stage? Wow. That's great. Well, well, it's funny. This this will segue into our next topic, and I know Trey's gonna bring this up, but th- but I'm gonna bring this one up first because it actually will take us right into that topic because it's dealing with school. <laughs> it's school and the other one. So I just heard as of this morning that colleges are rejecting some of the scholarships that people are supposed to attend when school starts this uh, next school portion, this this school year. So that those that are graduating from 20, this 2020, like right now, like your nieces and your nephews and your cousins did, they thought they were, let's just say they were going to Pepperdine, but because of some of the remarks that they've seen them post on Twitter, social media, on LinkedIn and Facebook, colleges are ca- catching up with them and rescinding their scholarships and saying you won't be coming here. I'm like, wow, wow. But it's not because of their positive comments, their negative comments in regards to what's going on right now. So talk about what's going on right now, Trey. <sighs> I mean, these riots, these protests are just getting out of hand. It's as simple as that. We we don't need to be having. And what I mean by that, don't get me wrong. No, everybody's thinking like, oh, I don't like, I like the protest, but the looting and stuff, yeah, that's just getting, yeah, a, that's yeah. getting out of hand. Cause yeah. look at these children. They're seeing this on TV thing and like, right. Oh, a lot we of can people do this now. I just want free stuff. Yeah. And they're using that's it what as an excuse like to go, uh, burn down and, and come out with, Oh, you know what? It's a great time for everybody's paying attention down to protest. So let's go, let's go ahead and rob this uh, target. Let's go get a new 65 and take yeah. it home. I don't like that's, it. That's, that's not, that's not what this like is about. It. We've taken away from, uh, what this is really about. It's a, it's about brutality. It's about being mistreated for not just now, but for all these years throughout our generation. It, this is what the protests are supposed to be about. It's supposed to be demonstrations for us to be able to freely speak, for us to freely put, put down arms and try to change how things have been going for many of years before I came to before I came along, before your parents came along. You know how we've all we've never gotten fair treatment. And then now you have people, regardless of race, color and creed, that are using these protests and demonstrations to loot and steal. That's not what this is all about. That's not what it's all about. It's, it's about. Um, um, trying to protect, protect our African-American people, our people of color. Yes, there's been many people that have been mistreated, but we've been mistreated the most, the black people. We understand that. Okay, so the goal is to be heard. The goal is to help change things, Uh, um, not to cause more harm and destroy and 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 all of a sudden, you know, because they already think that many of us are animals. They already think that we're good for nothing. They already think such and such. And then when you go about and do these things, for many people, it further puts them in the uh, the thought process. Of, yeah, you're just proving what we've already thought about you. While you know? I agree with that, I also disagree with that. Just just for the fact that we've tried peace, peaceful protests in the past. And even we started these protests peacefully. And it ended up being the cops that started rallying things up that's what made everyone angry and they realized you know what no one's going to really hear us until they see 
mm-hmm. what's happening. So I think that's where the riots came from, where the looting's come from. Because when our economy drives down, that's when they start to notice unjust the things happening in the road. So. Yeah. And wait, just to jump off that, like I just don't like Austin. Like I said, the police are 100% wrong. The government is 100% wrong. They've been doing this for years. But what I don't like is seeing on Instagram videos of people like just coming at the cops, like like trying to make uh, make them come at them. Like videos like, oh, you're hurting me, but you're running up to them so they can so they can hurt you. Like doing it for social media. I don't like that. Stop running up there trying to make them fight you. When I see these people getting ran over, I know it's not just for no reason. It's probably because you're agitating them and trying to get them to fight you. Well, I've actually saw like a it. video where um, people were, you know, they were already protesting. And here comes this thing, you know, honking the horn. And because people weren't moving out the way fast enough, he going to put his foot on the gas. I'm like, come on. that, Come on. Yeah, I don't like that either. Like, you shouldn't do that. And But then even to cap off that, I've seen people doing that. They're just trying to get through. And right. people start throwing water bottles off the car. Yeah. Well, you can't do that. And yeah. then you get ran over and you expect that not to happen. Like, you're destroying people's property. Okay. I'm all for the people at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I'm all for the people. Yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, like, they've been yeah. hurt so long. Like, literally, at, little At stuff the end like of the this. day, it kind of baffles me to know the lack of training that police officers have. They're supposed to be preventative first before doing anything. So, and just, like, seeing these videos, how they don't even know the laws that are in place. Like, there's lawyers that make them look goofy. Like, it's pretty bad. Like, even our, like own people within the road be knowing the laws and they're like huh no that's not true and they're like it's right here so now who saw that video where the uh where the cop pulls over this chick you know she's already on the side of the road and you know he's trying to he's having a conversation with her she's kind of irate but she's not doing it i mean she's a small little skinny chick this dude was pretty big he grabs her and actually slams her on the ground on the con uh, actually the dirt asphalt right next to i mean literally picks her up and body slams her I, did anybody ever say, and i just go i mean and yet hold on needless to say he would the cop wasn't by himself he had a partner with him who stood at a distance and actually watched and these are the things and no was she black no i think she was like mexican or something like that but regardless who cares she didn't come at him she didn't cause anything for you to do something like that you could have grabbed her and handcuffed her and been and got your buddy and put her in the car right Mm. it don't take all that eric what you got because you've been too quiet (laughs) (laughs) you've been way too quiet um it's it is a trying time Mm-hmm. To not even necessarily be a African American man in this world, it's just a trying time to be African American. Period. Regardless. Yep. Um, and I'm a I'm a jump back to something that we discussed earlier to kind of say what I'm going to say afterwards. <clears throat> Being that Michael Jordan and a lot of the most of the sports entertainment um, culture is dominantly African-American. I find it highly ironic that on one end of the scale in most in many ways, Mm -hmm. the African-American culture kind of paves the way for most of quote unquote, what is cool in most of society. So to know that, let's say when it comes to Michael Jordan and basketball that he kind of paved the way for it to be more 
accepted over the world with all the other cultures bringing more awareness to the sport because of what he contributed to it that now on the backside that let's say the peak of Michael Jordan was when I was born 1995 now on the backside of that and anywhere else in between all of those years here we come to 2020 that we are portrayed as if we have not contributed <laughs> to the culture of the culture of the society <laughs> yeah, right, like right. it's it's it, it would be very it would be very idiotic for not even the most educated person to if they really understood that the even even when it comes to the spending power of a, a, let's say a year the african american culture spends most money when it comes to billions and trillions we are we contribute to most of the mom and pop stores anything else when it comes to small businesses big businesses because we as a culture are just have always has has always thrived in a way in the midst of us being knocked down torn down mm. uh uh what else can i say torn apart from families locked away killed in the streets on camera like i told one of my friends that this is our generation my generation's modern day just about rodney king mm. and that is probably the most outlandish thought to conceive in this time because of where we are supposed to be advanced wise when it comes to other uh, parts of our society, let just the whole American society, society itself. So I said that to say, we just, as my brother said, Sean, we have done the best that we can to be as peaceful, to be as, um, forthcoming in a way to prove already that we're not as animalistic as we're portrayed. We're not all just gangster and and thuggish as we are portrayed because we understand that we are already being portrayed that from the jump. So it would behoove of us not to walk out from our front doors and expect the best from us and then those around us hmm. as a culture because we're go ahead. because we're already being silenced in ways others are pretty loud and clear if that well, makes sense well speaking of silence let me ask you this um swimming we got somebody in swimming right hmm? who we have in swimming are we in swimming too I don't remember. I don't even know. So, and yeah, I actually not that know. I know of. Well, honestly, when I think of swimming, I just think of Michael. So. Yeah, Michael. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we, get, we got gymnastics, right? Yeah, I think there's one. Yeah, yeah there's a one. What's yeah. her name? Simone. Oh, that's that's just one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, we got golf, right? Yep. Track we, and field. We, track and field. What else we got? Field. Basketball, football. Basketball, basketball, football. What else we got? I play hockey. There's a lot of hockey coming in. What else I, we got? I would say soccer, tennis. What tennis? else? Yeah, we've had that. Women's tennis at least in tennis the bag for a while. Yeah, definitely. For a while. Um, I mean, auto racing. 
wrestling. wrestling. Oh yeah, big time. Drag racing, dirt biking, and racing. Dirt biking. James Stewart, best of all time. Yep, Bubba. Bubba. Yeah, all <laughs> right. Time. Who else we got? So there's not too many things that we actually haven't affected. If you think about it, yeah. by far. we, you know, the things that we've been shut out of. <laughs> I mean, shoot, even the thing if you think about Serena Williams and all the things that her and and her sister were doing, you know, even in tennis, you know, then they, you can't wear this outfit and you can't do this and you can't, and they still come out there and smash and kill and take championships. Same thing with uh, the different uh, gentlemen on the basketball team. You know, you've had that. You know, Tiger Woods did his thing. You know, he he broke some doors there when we wasn't accepted. You know, for a while we weren't even. I mean, we weren't a part of NASCAR. Oh yeah. Well, come to find out, um, we were a part of NASCAR, but we were only allowed to be mechanics. Some of us. There was only a few, and they only allowed Mm -hmm. a couple of them. Then all of a sudden, it went from mechanics to we end up starting having some top NASCAR drivers. But then we weren't around. We weren't allowed on drag racing. Then we had this one guy who was riding. Uh, he was drag racing on a motorcycle. Went from a motorcycle to a funny car. From a funny car to top fuel dragster, and still out there killing it. Now there's more, you know, drag that African American drag races out there that actually that are sponsored, making you know good money. So we've actually, um, it's amazing how we're talked about in one hand. You know, um, we're not good for this. We're not good for that. But yet still, we are paving the way in a whole lot of other areas, which allowing some of these other folk to spend more money. Mm-hmm. I think the misconception is where like, I've seen it, like, not in a racist way, but I understand, like, when I played football, I was like, you must be good. Of course I'm good. You probably think I am good. But don't get it twisted. I still have a mind, Right, too. right. You think we, we're good in all these we're sports. and sports, we're, right. we, That's good. We have all these accomplishments in all these sports. But don't think we're stupid just because right. we play basketball. Like, that one reporter was like, shut up, LeBron and dribble. Like, he probably is the number one of the smartest people in the world. In terms of basketball. Facts. And they so, can run for a governor if you wanted to. And to hook off of that, although we've made it in the sport industries and stuff like that, on the flip side, how many how many of us do you see us in government and or mm-hmm. making a powerful change within our own democracy? Like, we're not represented in our Congress, the Senate. It's just not there. The numbers aren't there at all. And so. what we did have... They they pissed on that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in the way of uh, Barack Obama, you know, everything that he tried to build, everything, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's not good enough, and then all of a sudden, you know, we need your birth certificate. <laughs> we don't think you're yeah. really black. We don't think you really belong here, and all that. There, so there's been a lot of stuff. Yeah, it just makes me angry that you know, people will like, because the president just because you're a president doesn't mean everything's gonna pass by. Right. True. It has to go through another house. So yep. When I see people exactly. on Instagram and these social media like Obama didn't do anything, he was crap. You guys, you have to realize they weren't like trying to let him do anything. Right. So no matter what he wanted to do, yep. he couldn't do That's it. That's true. And you, you and through. Trump is doing exactly. He can't do anything. All he does is runs his mouth. And you guys aren't backing him up. I mean, you guys are backing him up as like as if he has nothing to do with it. Like it doesn't make sense to me. You got to pick a side. And that's the thing. America only picks the person who will be in favor for certain community. Exactly. Right. And that's what we see a lot of times, especially with the election of Trump. Because people didn't want to believe he was involved with sexual assault, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. But now that stuff is coming to light and you're seeing the person he is, how he was once racist and he is still. Y'all have made every excuse in the book for Trump. Nah, 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 nah. But when it came to Barack Obama, it was immediate like, you know what? Get him out of here. Like, so. 
keep that yeah. same energy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Let's take out the trash. Right? <laughs> Time to take out the trash. Mm. But yeah, to to bring up also NYPD, I'm not sure if you all saw that, but um, this one video surfaced of this uh, white L- uh, NYPD cop putting up a white supremacy symbol. That's just crazy. And it baffles me to see how certain people get in a powerful position to control people's lives. And it's just, it doesn't. And you, as you know, like when I, when you first met me, I was trying to be in law enforcement and obviously I didn't get all the way in, but I just know from the things I experienced the way it is in those, in those type of police communities is basically like we can get away with everything. We just back, back each other up. That's basically what it is. It doesn't matter what you do. Cause they know these cameras, they don't have to be leaked, but the reason why they are now is because people that are getting beat up, getting killed, they are videoing now. So now they're held accountable for it. Mm. I don't know about accountable, but they're being video recorded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm just doing. This is how I see things. If you have a thousand good cops, five bad cops within your department, you now have a thousand and five bad cops because no mm-hmm. one spoke up about exactly. these five bad cops. Mm-hmm. Like, these departments aren't clueless. They don't know what's happening. They don't know what they're, they don't not know what they're covering up uh, in the shadows. By like far. there's have been deals made on behalf of like white government officials to keep them from judges. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of that. It just makes everybody all around bad. Keeps people even the ones pocket. who are good. Exactly. So like even the people right now that are, are good cops, now you're scared for your life to come outside of your house every day. Cause you might get killed by somebody that doesn't like cops. Yeah. Simple as that. So mm-hmm. what kind of experiences have anybody had, you know, not necessarily with cops, but just not just using that, but just, you know, uh, you being young black men, what type of experiences have you had uh, or that you've seen uh, personally, not something you watch a video, but you either personally experienced or you've actually watched it. What have you seen as far as being black? Have you guys experienced anything? I, I've experienced a couple. Um, one that comes to mind right off the top of my head. I was um, living in Washington at the time and I had just got through. Um, I had just got through getting out of orientation. I was uh, training to work at Money Tree at the time. And I had. I had just. I had just um, gotten out of training and my girlfriend at the time, me and her had walked directly, literally money tree parking lot Walgreens. So we just walked right across the parking lot and we were walking uh, through the aisles, of course, just looking at things that we wanted to, excuse me, take back home. And as we are walking through the aisles, we're just walking up and down. I noticed to my left that one of the, uh, workers was just kind of just like peeping at us. She was like randomly picking up cards and just like looking at them like, you know, I can see, but I didn't say anything at the moment because I knew where this was going. And mind you, of course, had pocket and wallet full of money. So, of course, I really was not trying to steal anything. And um, so we're just looking at stuff, putting stuff down, looking at stuff, putting stuff down, holding stuff in my hand. And all of a sudden I hear this can I look in there, please? And I turn around and we're like, hmm? but mind you, like I said, I was just 
getting out of training from Money Tree. So, of course, I had a suit and tie with church shoes on. Not street attire, not my pants sagging, not a hoodie on, not a backpack. And, of course, my girlfriend at the time was dressed as equally accountable. She didn't have heels on or anything, but she definitely did not have on a sweatshirt or anything out of the ordinary. So even if we didn't have the money, we definitely looked at the part for the for the most part. So as I was saying, we hear this. Can I look in that, please? And I turn around and I see the same lady who was supposedly looking and picking up cards and arranging them standing three feet away from me asking me to look in my girlfriend's purse because she thought that we had picked up an alcohol bottle and put it in there we at idw appreciate your listening support if you're finding great value from this content please consider clicking our monthly supporter link as we are striving to bring you the best content available both now and in the future. Thank you in advance. This is IDW. I'm Sean, your host. Has anybody else? I know I've experienced it. I used to have people back in the day follow me through the store. Oh, man. Oh, man. Honestly, um, that happens today sometimes. You know, I'm not going to lie. It does. Mm. And I'm, I can honestly say I actually enjoy it. Right. <laughs> I love I, it. I, I actually learned. I mean, so I know some people, you know, you shouldn't be. You know, I've gotten to the point uh, that, you know, when people do that, um, I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy that type of confront, confrontation because um, I come from I come at it at a different angle. You know, for instance, I was like, I was like, "Hey, how are you doing?" I've I've noticed that you followed me through a couple hours. Is there anything I can help you with? Is there something that I have that you need? Is there is there? How can I help you? How can Turn I? On the smarts. Do, do I need to you know show you how to do your job? Do you want me to rearrange your such and such, or better yet, do I need to talk to you from a management standpoint and, and show you exactly how to you know better cu- uh, serve your customers from a customer service experience? I mean, how can I usually when I come at it at that level? Oh no 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 no, I'm not following you i'm just I, i'm just i said so you're just uh, on every aisle that i am no matter or wherever i'm at in the store you just tend to fo- tend to follow so i I've, I've experienced it i don't care if i'm in best buy uh i don't care because <laughs> you, know, you. <laughs> you, you know me but i tear up at best buy right uh, i don't care if i'm in best buy a store a costco uh, a home depot um a lowe's or something I'm, i always get followed to a point and i got to the point where i don't mind it because <laughs> while you're following the wrong person, <laughs> ten people are walking out with the stuff that you should have been grabbing. You know, you been should have been checking out. You know, uh, you know, I, I actually experienced this one time. So, uh, as you guys know, when I, I ran my business, um, I was um, where I had these clients as clients in uh, in the Hemet area, and I went to this. It was an elderly community, and I'll keep it short. So I go there. I'm doing the job. Uh, it was an elderly couple. They were, you know, they were non-black and uh, they're older. And I get there. And of course, the person on the phone that they heard, they mm. didn't think I actually matched what I sound like on the phone. Mm. So it was confusing to them. Moments. That's me. Very, <laughs> very confusing. They thought I was white. I love you know, because, <laughs> I yes, love because I love when it. I, because, okay. So for those of you listening, I don't, 
Now, you know, when I'm with my boys, I, I'm I I line up with them. I don't go, oh yes, yes, this is how we. You, but when I'm when I'm very business, I'm in that. Yes, how can I help you? Yes, I we we could, we could do that for you. Matter of fact, I can submit an RFQ or a quote for request for quote, or I can uh, present a, a purchase order for you. Yes, I can order that for you. If there's anything that I can, you know. So anyway, so that's how I I conduct business. So when I am when I go to the house and I rang the doorbell and they open up the door, I said, hello, how are you doing you must be mr and mrs you know dishwater and they were like well who are you hello i'm sean i spoke to you on the phone i'm representing this such and such company i'm here to do your install for you they were like and it, but then the look on their face was like the voice sounds familiar but the color does not and um so but anyway so what happened was i walk in i start doing the job but the husband was i mean he literally watched me unpack my tools from my van to bring the stuff inside every time i went back out to my van he followed every time i came back in he followed and he literally sat or was three feet from me from the time i started to the time i ended babysat you at your oh my god yes a a grown man okay so anyway but what's interesting about that was two gentlemen showed up from direct tv and they came in uh, they were non-black he led them into his room where he said showed them where the problem was that he was having with direct tv and um neither say one gentleman kept coming in where i was to look at my install i was doing in, in the because i was putting in eight inch speakers inside mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, I i was tripping because this old lady actually want eight inch woofers you know inside the ceiling husband was complaining she's like he's like why are you, there's some big old holes she said look <laughs> i want you to sit down and be quiet. This is for me. Your job is to pay for it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Check. <laughs> so she was real cool, but he was a trip. So needless to say, he hmm. kept following me around throughout the whole thing. He led them into his personal bedroom where he had direct TV box, but he kept sitting by me watching everything that I was doing. Meanwhile, uh, I told the guy, the uh, guy from direct TV, one of the guys kept coming out, talking to me, blah, blah, blah. And I finally said, hey, don't you have a job to do in there? I'm like, you need to go help out your buddy, dude. Mm, <laughs> Leave me, me alone. Stop, stop. Yeah, I got, I got to do this, you know. So he left and went into the room. So after a period of time, it was time for me to do my demonstration and actually show my clients how to work the product I installed. By the time I started getting ready to do my demonstration, I realized that at the time, you know, that's when the iPod was kind of getting going, whatever. I noticed that my MP3 player that I had wasn't there. My speaker that was next to it that was plugged in was there on the counter, but my MP3 player was not. So I said, oh, well, maybe I had taken some stuff out to the car. It probably fell in the box, blah, blah. And that's how I looked at it, you know. Kept going back and forth. I couldn't find it anywhere. It didn't fall into the box on the floor. It wasn't in the van. It wasn't anywhere. And I'm like, what could I? And I said, I think they stole it. And the guy was like, there is no way. Why would they steal your stuff? Yeah, literally, that's what he said to me. Why would they steal your stuff of all people? And that's what he said. Like the audacity. Right. And I was like, I don't think to myself, no, he didn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> like street nego, please. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so uh, um, I said, you know, I have a feeling they took. I said, but you know what? Again, it's just a thing. At least everything else I have is here. And the woman said, Oh man, Sean, I'm, you know, she was real nice. She's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. She was, I appreciate everything you've done. Oh my God, your work is just awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Your customer service. Da, da, da. You run the company. Yeah, I run the company. I also do, you know, so she's like, oh no, great. I appreciate it. So then the gentleman, her husband disappeared. 
And then all of a sudden he came out and he goes, honey, it's all gone. And she's like, what are you talking about? He said, everything, it's all gone. She's like, what are you talking about? Come to find out in his room because they lived on a, uh, um, an elder community. They actually had a movie theater. They had a grocery store. They had all these things actually on premises. So they really didn't have to leave to do a whole lot of stuff. He kept a box that had all of, all of his expensive watches, cash. He said he had roughly about $3,600 in cash in that box, jewelry of his and hers in there and some of their other private stuff inside a locking box. The whole box was gone. They took it. So when they left, they stole my MP3 player and then they robbed that couple of their stuff. Needless to say, that gentleman came out and, he, and the first thing he said, I'm so sorry. Instead of watching you, I should have been watching them. He goes, I, I completely misjudged you. The sad part about it is it took that for him to realize that what you see mm. is not always what it is. Just because, and again, it was a bad deal. And neither say I ended up leaving without an MP3 player. I actually, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Is as much as he kind of mistreated me, I trust me, I got paid. <laughs> I, got my, I got paid in kids' ash, okay. But, um, but as I leave here and go through the gate, I felt bad for them because this these young dudes actually took bad, uh, advantage of an older couple. Yeah, yeah, they were white, and I mean, regardless. But you know, I I didn't like the way I was treated by him. The wife actually made up for all of his uh, his issues. So I was I was loving her because she was actually really checking him. But on the way out, my phone rang, and I answered it, <clears throat> and it was a husband, and he goes, first of all, I'd like to thank you for your work. I'd like to thank you for your how you treated me and my wife." especially my wife. My wife is so happy with everything. She'll probably be in here until after midnight tonight, which means she's probably not going to go to sleep. So I appreciate you. The other thing I just want to say, I'm personally sorry for how I treated you. I was wrong. He goes, I'm not going to lie. Um, I've had some bad experiences and they haven't been the best. He goes, but the, what you did today just completely changed my mind about how I should go about treating people. I was like, wow, you know, yeah, I still <laughs> didn't have my MP3 player, but wow. I was happy that I didn't go completely negative on him, you know, to give him and, that justification. of what Right. Right. I was, so in that, so that was just one of my experiences. And that was like later on in life. I had earlier experience where I had one cop try to pull me over. Right. And neither say when he tried to pull, I'm not going to say he tried, he pulled me over, but I'm not going to say he pulled me over because I actually pulled up at the house when he and pulled in the driveway and he decided to flash his lights on me and I was getting out the car. I mean, I was actually in the driveway and I got out the car and said, "May I help you. He goes, Hey, I need you to put your car back out here on the street. I'm like, for what? This is my house. He's like, no, I need you. I said, no, what, what do you need? What do you need? Well, uh, I need your license. I said, for what? Well, there is something going on up here in the neighborhood. I said, well, that's interesting. Cause I just got to the neighborhood. So this is where I live. Well, confirm it. I handed my handed my license. Of course, they wouldn't ask him for a license registration. I mean, I mean, uh, insurance. Then we have your license registration. Handed it to him, and he's like, "Well, uh, we need to talk about. So where were you coming from?" And blah blah. blah. I said, "It doesn't matter where I came from. I'm just getting home, 
into the neighborhood so i understand what the problem is next thing you know while he's running my stuff seven more cars show up drama so it, it, it went real bad and to the point to where uh what they didn't know that uh i had somebody actually on the police force that was family that they all knew that they all reported to. <laughs> so what ended up happening was we made a phone call. And it's amazing how fast folk all of a sudden decided to leave. Mm. You know, and, and, it, and it's a it's a bad wow. deal. Uh, and you know, and again, there was nobody that came over to the house that night that was black, not one. You know, and there were none of them from the area. Wow. But yes, I've had plenty of experiences that were not the best. And uh, the sad part about it is. I always got that, how should you say, you fit the description of, you know, um, I'm not sure if anybody else, has, any of you guys have experienced that, but but I've seen it. But one thing, and it's sad that you almost have to, let's just be honest, it's sad that you oh, you pretty much, for you to be, be halfway treated right, that you even have to watch how you leave the house and what clothes you put on. Because you don't want to make it seem like you're part of the people that they're always looking for. Yeah, just somehow they're uh, always looking for someone. Man, like you. you put on red. Oh, he must be a gangster. Red or blue, you must be a gangster. You wear a certain shoelace. It's it's crazy, and, and it's sad because um, it's been that way for regard. You know, it's just you can have you could be in a a three piece suit looking nice with a briefcase and all that kind of stuff, and then they still treat you any other kind of way. What, what kind of experiences have any of you had? Yeah. I just want to say something really quick. It's I want to, I want to say two things. One, I would have definitely rather have not had my MP3 player and just have everyone learn <laughs> yeah. that life lesson for the day. Yeah. That would have been way more valuable to right, me because right, right. it's 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 a different right. if it's a different kind of feeling to not even know that you were in the right, but to prove right. to the people right. who thought that you right. were in the wrong that you were still in the it right made because up for everything. they themselves just like he got that call but before he even got to the car they themselves have to check themselves and admit it realize themselves and admit that they were this type of person being this type of way towards this type of person and it never fails so that's number one number two I forgot number two. What I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I kind of have some nuggets for y'all. So, regarding education, I feel like there's a glass ceiling, big glass ceiling for um, African Americans in particular and other ethnic um, backgrounds of people. Like, I've noticed firsthand, just like going through my college journey, that there is racism that occurs. And I found it that I do way better in a big classroom size where your professor doesn't see you because in smaller classrooms, they tend to attach your identity to the work that you put out. Mm. So therefore like your grades reflect your, your, your whole entire visualization in the class. So I've noticed that. And in those smaller classes that I've been in, I've emailed professors. There's this one political science class had a bad, bad professor very first essay she assigned us got an F on it fully completed followed the thing and whatnot and she was like nope this is not what I'm looking for I emailed her back I said this is way too harsh I did everything that was on the prompt you're telling me to address things that weren't even on the prompt 
and I want a re revision of my grade. She was like, nope, I don't do makeup assignments and stuff like that. Oh, so re-evaluation. yeah, reevaluation yeah. of assignments. So, um, I said, all right, so what do you want me to fix exactly? So I had her send me everything. I was like, this is so not cool. Like this is the very first essay you signed. There's no reason why you should be giving out F's on very first essays when people are still trying to learn your right. teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so needless to say, after I addressed her and all that stuff, I never got a bad grade on the essay again. They're all B's and above. And on my final essay, I don't know what happened. She just like stopped caring, gave me an A on my very last essay. <laughs> so it just comes to show the professors that you have in college, mm. they really don't care about the work you put out. They attach everything to the... What they think you're attaching to what you're, is equal to. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So... Like in my big um, science lecture halls, I'm not, I don't stand out out of a hundred kids. There's a hundred kids. It's impossible to know who's giving you which work. So therefore you're going to get the grade based on your work. So, mm. wow. so it's crazy. It comes to show why people can't get ahead. It starts at the educational level because bad grades equals you can't advance to your next um, degree, you might want to drop out. Um, so there's definitely limitations and hardships coming from the opposite side. So, what mm. you, Trey? It's kind of weird. Like I've never, like, ever had any problems with anybody. Like, please, not saying just white people. Like people in general, I've never had any racist comments. Nobody talked to me the wrong way. I don't know if it's just me, but I do. I would say I definitely realized that. Uh, there's people out there like when I come to them and they see even the way I dress, but the way I talk to them, they like, oh, he's like that. <laughs> right. Like that's what I kind of get. But I haven't had anything like racist or I've never had anybody. And I used to live like in an all white city. I used to live uh, in a city called Ridgecrest, California, right next right next to Bakersfield. And it was just I was like we were the only black people in the city. And I never had any problems ever. Hmm. Wow. I've I've had the I've had a couple opposite moment i've 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 kind of had both on both uh both of the spectrum and i say that because um i used to work at this uh, i guess you could call it corner store in a sense uh convenience store for the most part and even though my attire i could wear pretty much whatever i wanted all of my customers either be suit and tie white collar blue collar regular homeless whatever the case may be i treated them as if i was dressed in and or spoke well depending on the customer but carried myself in in a way that would not necessarily give me a pass but i carried myself in a way to let them know that i'm not like whatever else you may see anywhere else Mm -hmm. and i got offers to come work for people who were in suits and ties and fresh clean polished church shoes and whatever dress shoes whichever you want to call them still wearing street clothes but only because of how i used vocabulary or carried myself in a certain way that did not depict whatever they are used to seeing and or um dealing with in other areas of their life so there's there definitely comes a plus with being educated and knowing what you're talking about and knowing where you come from and anything like that because more than 
I can, I can attest that more than half of the situations that I've been in and how I've acted were based off of how I was raised, who I was raised with, not to say that I'm blind to social injustices or things that don't happen. It's just a simple fact that in order for you yourself to make it wherever you are trying to get to, you have to act accordingly and not necessarily fold to any mold or um, uh, fold to any. What am I looking for? What's the word? Any normalities. You just have to know what part you play in this world and what you contribute and then just be safe out here. Just do your best to be the the best citizen that you can to those you work with, those you live with, because you never know the impact that you're going to have on someone else's life. Definitely one thing I can say is, like, I'm so grateful for, uh, how do I say this, a, a generalized name, mm-hmm. in a sense. Right. Because right. there's, like, yeah, it's a different thing to prove people wrong, but when you don't even get the opportunity to based on what people already perceive you as. Like, say you're going to job interview. Well, before the job interview, see on your resume, you have a certain name. That could have already been like, oh, he's unqualified. Mm -hmm. But when you get there and they're like, oh, Sean, oh, nice to meet you. And they're like, oh, wow, you speak so nicely. I'm like, wow, that's, thank you. And it's (laughs) like, you're able to like prove them wrong in a sense, but like also that name means something to you just because you're able to attach its own meaning to it, not mm, just what people mm, realize true. you as. Wow. Like, for example, I work up on campus, well, worked up on campus at Cal State San Marcos Infodesk, and that position is like the most seen position across campus. And one day, at a African American gentleman come up to me, older. He was like, I've been working here for 20 plus years and I have never seen anyone of ethnicity work at this desk ever. It's always either been white men or white females. It's never been anyone of an ethnicity. He said for how long? 20 plus years. Wow. So he's like, things are really, he was like, things are really like looking up for uh, Cal State. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And to be a black man and not a black woman, right? Man, but also like on the other side of things, you still have students that come up to you and they're like, all right, who can I ask for information? I'm like, yep, right here. What's up? And they're like, oh, I need to find such and such. I'm like, yeah, just go through here. And then they question you. They're like, oh, I thought it was through here. I'm like, nope, I'm the info desk. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like you have that. That battle. Yeah, that battle that you constantly face with people who just don't like to hear. And things come from someone who. They don't think should be in that position. So. Wow. Mm. Yeah, just thoughts on that, Trey. Like you said, like the the way your name appears when they see it and the way that you look. I've had it happen to me so many times. You guys know I work for the city of Irvine. That's not a place you see a lot of me at. That's for sure. Right? <laughs> not a lot. So like what do you do up there? I, I work for I work with like kids. I go to like schools and I work for the park. So like I do I do a lot of things, like not just one thing. So I I can go like city hall, be working inside, things like that. But mm. um my point I'm trying to get is like people will look at you like the way I dress right now. You guys see I have tattoos, all that. I wear MMA clothes. People as soon as they see me, like, mm, I already know what he's about. But when they hear me talk, they're like, Wait, what? How are you above all these other people that we see that 
might look better than you do. And it's like the way I talk, like yesterday, actually, I had one yesterday. This lady came up to me. I was sitting at the park in the truck, just sitting there counting and making sure there was no more than 10 people. You were asleep. Sure. Tell the truth. You were asleep in the truck. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to go to sleep in that truck. I had to make sure I'm on my guard. No, but uh, this lady comes by. She was walking her dog. She was white. And um, she came up and she just stared at me. She was like, hmm. So she walks through the window, like kind of says, hi, I raised down my window. And she says, and mind you, the van has City of Irvine. So I don't know why she's even coming up to me anyway. Her name was Karen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she came up to me and she was like, oh, I just, we see you guys, we see you out here almost every day. Like, I wonder, we've always wondered, what are you, what are you doing in the neighborhood? And in my mind, I'm like, hmm, there we go again. Why do you need to come up to me? But uh, I was like, yeah, I just work. I just making sure the park is, everything is safe about here and just doing my job daily and she's like oh okay i just never really seen like you driving around here so i just wanted to come and see what was going on i said like, yeah and then she turned from that kind of woman to being really nice to me and just talking that way and i was like oh see it's the way i carry myself because when she sees the windshields tattoos and her t-shirt so yeah the I mean, city of irvine was sending yeah. out a black man to go case this joint yeah. <laughs> right right and like when we have city with, events, with the company I'm like, truck yeah. right with the company <laughs> hey, <with> <laughs> Like, it's on. just crazy like going oh, no just, he probably stole it right oh yeah oh yeah it's just crazy just going to meetings and things like that where there's over 100 people in the city of river and they're just like oh he's at the top of here how it's right like, i could tell like without them say i could tell that's how they think mm-hmm. when they see me so Dude, i love moments crazy. Like that. i know it's it's really it's just heartwarming it. for me i'm just like, like wow I i'm take- on top I take the most pride in, in walking into a room knowing that me being who I am, you're looking at me the way I am. But I do know that once I part my lips and I speak to you, you're not going to just an instantly like that. You're not going to view me the same. There's no way that once I really try to get into my vocabulary bag with you, by the time you leave. His vocabulary bag. Oh, yeah. By the time you leave. He's got by a the bag. Time, He's like Felix the Cat. <laughs> pulls out the dictionary. <laughs> no, but it, crazy, it's crazy you say that because even when I come to your job, when you know this area is kind of like mixed. It's not like too white. But like even when I come through, when I first came to Shay's job and I went through it, everybody's like, how did you, how do you get that car? And I was like, I work for the city of Irvine. And they're always like lean back like, what? City of Irvine. And people just like they just they assume that we can't make the money we make right. or Unless afford it's the doing. things we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that I'm in the situation I am. I am in. So it's just crazy how the world works. Even now, today, many years later, hundreds of years, of years later, we're still in the same the same spot. same mindset. the same, same the mindset. same spot. No matter it could be a hundred steps forward, but it's always going to be that four thousand steps back. It's just like like. The news lady told LeBron James to yeah. shut up and dribble. LeBron James, LeBron James. This isn't just like some mm-hmm. regular person in the world. This is LeBron James, just somebody who has pretty much the most social impact now as a basketball f- phenom for the most part. It's just like you can't do that. But Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. another topic we have to get into. Oh my gosh, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, how do Drew you guys Brees. feel? Because I want to go first. I just want to talk about. I get where he was coming from as far as I don't want anybody. I don't agree with people if they're disrespecting the play. But the way he came about it is all is talking as if what we're doing right now has to do with the flag. And to me. First of all, when Kaepernick started this whole thing, this whole thing was never about a flag or troops. Never. And they kept trying to change the narrative to that. And 
it was never the case. He's always said, even when he wore the socks, he said it's the police. I'm tired of the police killing people. And people kept changing it to, oh, you're disrespecting our troops. When the troops had nothing to do with it. First of all, there was a lot of troops that came out and said, we understand what he's saying. He's not even talking about Which it. Which was the crazy. He's proving it. And now I see on Instagram when Drew Brees made his statement, you know, white people were saying, oh, why can't he have an opinion? Why can't he have this? Okay, but when Cap had opinion, you bashed him for it. So now as I was on the flip side, now he can make an opinion and we can't. It's like, Drew, I understand. Even if you did have an opinion, if you did not notice, look around. Yeah. You work in New Orleans. You play football for the Saints, the QB. Everyone who is around you, the people who block for you on that field, my friend. Or black. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's You're just, getting set. It's going to be interesting when coming back to practice. It's just, it's just, you should, it just comes down to awareness. You should always be aware. You should always be attentive to the, just the people around you that you surround yourself with, the people that you dap up every day, the people that you cross on the sidewalk. It's, 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 I, I used to always wonder why when i was a a little younger not even a little just a younger man just growing up as a kid i always wondered why everywhere i would go if it was with my uncle or i was with my dad or if i was with my grandpa we always nodded they they always nodded to other african-american gentlemen just hey how you doing or just 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 some brother just (laughs) just something just just something because it's Sometimes all we need is just ourselves to let just let someone else know that hey brother I see you, hey I see you, hey how you doing? You doing good? Good. I'm I'm doing good. All right. Even if it's just that, I've I've, I've continued those greetings five seconds apart after I've already yeah. passed you, just so it's heard and it's just spoken about because we we just need to uplift ourselves. Sometimes we just need to be there for mm-hmm. each other and just let another brother know that hey I see you. And so yeah. the fact that, like, you don't even know them either. Yeah, it happens just, a lot. It happens a lot. Even just going places. When you're in a place, like, you go to an event. And there's just It could be not even just white. It could be just Mexicans, Latino, anything. And you see another black person, you always look at them like. It's, all, it's always that. It's yeah. always that. It yeah. happened to me, actually, this past year when I went snowboarding. Like, you know, a lot of people don't, <laughs> we don't snowboard. I'm, like, the only one out there actually doing the tricks and everything. So I go up there one day, me and my brother. Like like Everybody's just back. looking at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. People and the people lived and not, not racist at all. They just look at us like, dang, you're actually snowboarding. Like, And when one time I went up there and I saw another African-American guy, he was like, bro, you know they're looking at us crazy, right? I'm like, Facts. yeah, I know. And they're gonna see us go down the slope too, not falling. So one thing is <laughs> a, a crazy, crazy world. One thing though I can say I've always talked about is this symbol of America and like how people attach it to the now America the great or make America great again. Mm. But I think back to like how has America ever been great? Mm. Like Yeah, it never was. America wow. was never great. Yeah, I, like I can't I'm not even lying. Like there's not a point in time that I thought it was great. There's and not. We yeah, are so far in debt. <laughs> Literally. Facts. No, to it, the very place that we're trying to not have business. Which is with. the <laughs> And it makes me think about like what Trump means by make America great again. Was it like when blacks were in slavery and economic right. was booming? Right. It's like like America was never great. We've never been great in anything as far as in just our own society confederate flag great is probably what he's thinking it's just man and the i think one of the the most 
craziest ideas to me when it and i'm pretty sure we'll touch back on this when we get the chance because i definitely want to talk about this interracial dating topic is just it's just it's just something that that's under the the hashtag relationships that just, <laughs> oh yeah it's just it's just something that sets don't worry we'll let, we're gonna let you handle that one eric starting with you put on that too look I'll, put I'll, me on I'll, it. I'll, I'll say this and i said it earlier this week to a couple to a couple people but i i need to say this one more time you and I mean this very vaguely, those interracial couples, especially in times like this, it is very pivotal in times like this where we are not necessarily looking at you guys for any kind of support. It's just a simple fact that in the midst of trying to support the world, you have to make sure that you're supporting the one that you call your world. Mm-hmm. You cannot be out here supporting Black Lives Matter if you are not being supportive of the black life that's in you. <laughs> and of the black life that is in your life that you say that matters. Exactly. Because a lot of people, like I said, are doing it for social media or they're doing it just because their friends are going to the marches. Oh, I want to go too. That's not what it's about. If you want to go to a march, and your only reason, not even only reason, but you think that because you do go to a march and it's peaceful or whatever, if you think that just because you go to a march and just because you are white and you go to the march, that nothing will happen to you, you do not need to go to the march. Go home, stay home, be comfortable, and be all right. Just be all right. There's, 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 there's more... There's more to do than to be vocal about things that you shouldn't fully be vocal about. Everyone has a voice. Everyone has an opinion. That's not what I'm saying. But you should know why you're going. Exactly. There should well. be a purpose behind it. And the crazy not, thing is we... Not because my friend's black. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy thing is I know me and my, you can pick it out. We can tell when you're there just for fun. Or if you're just going because I know I can tell the difference between somebody whose heart is really in this. Right. Or... I'm just here because they want me to come. Right. 